Welcome to episode 18 of the radio podcast. Cushy. Hey. High five. Oh, I mean, high five now. Yeah, okay. Hey, what's up, Mr. Kung? <laughs> um, it's the sky. Um, actually, it's actually, it's the ceiling. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're wrong. Uh, so, what is going on, Cushy? Um, nothing much. Just a lot of events coming up. We're squeezing all the events in April and May. So next week we have the Visaki celebration on Thursday, April twentieth, and there's going to be samosas. I think there's henna. I'm not sure because I'm not in it. And then the week after that, from uh, Monday twenty fourth to Friday the twenty eighth, we have a Spirit Week that Student Council is doing, and there's going to be Rainbow Day, Jersey Day, Twin Day, Raider Day, Tropical Day, and there's going to be like relays, teachers versus kids. There's what? going to be yeah. What kind of relays? <laughs> uh, we haven't planned that out yet, but oh, like okay, little okay. sports and little oh, games like that. Uh-huh. And we're going to have tug of war. We're going to have a water balloon toss. That's a maybe for now. And uh-huh. we're going to have a pizza sale. So it's going to be a full week of that. And also in that Fun. week, on the 27th of April, we have the coffee house. So make sure you guys come out to see that. And then in May, we have the slip and slide on May 18th. And we also have the famine coming up sometime in May around that. And So yeah. there is a famine this year? Yeah, there is. Oh, excellent. I love the famine. Mm-hmm. I always go. Yeah. <laughs> Do you ever... Have you been to the famine, right? No, I haven't. You I'm haven't? I'm this year. Oh, you should go. It's so much fun. You weren't allowed. Yeah. It's so much fun. I'm going to try because yeah. this time I really want to. I'm in Mead Week, too. So. Yeah. Excellent. And the coffee house, I saw people auditioning. Oh, yeah. I, I think, heard about that. I think Mr. Turpin and I are going to do a song as well. Really? Oh, yeah. What's song? Yeah. Can I, you tell us? I don't... I can't tell you. I think some people know because I was, I was kind of fiddling around on the piano are this morning. Okay. This Just morning. Piano? Any other instruments? Voice. Uh, <laughs> Unless Mr. One. Turpin brings in like a bongo drum or something, no, <laughs> oh God, I think he's just so gonna cute. sing. Okay, well, yeah. That's so cool. we're, that's something we're that. working on. So that'll be that'll be lots of fun. Yeah, yeah. sure. Um, yeah, and we've got a four day weekend. Oh my God! Thank God! Thank I goodness! Really wanted it. It's been a really tough week for me. Yes, me too. I barely yeah. slept in the beginning of this week. It was so bad. All the projects and tests on the same day. Project. Oh really? Yeah, presentations. Too. Oh okay. Yeah. Well, that's that's terrible, but it's really you got through it. Yeah, you got through it. For me, hay fever. <laughs> I don't know. Sometimes you get the sunny weather and all the pollens all over the place, and yeah, this I whole week has been. I carry my bridge project in the rain, but then I got a ride halfway through, so okay. it survived. Oh, okay. Yeah, I got lucky. You, you finished your bridge project. Yeah. Oh yeah, okay. I didn't show you. No, you haven't shown I'll me. I'll show you. I have a picture. I'll show you. So later. is this gonna? What does it have to withstand? Five kgs. Five kilograms. Like, yeah. This is for Mr. Joe Hall's physics, physics class. class? Yeah. We're going to do that next week, I think. Oh, with the okay. Testing. Oh, I can't wait to see that. Yeah, I feel like cool. mine's going to break, but we're, we're hoping it won't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So we had an interview with uh, Alandra. Yeah, I heard. How was it? It was great. She's, she's really talented. And we, I know. we talked about the, all the different musicals she's been in and the plays she's been in, what she's going to be doing in the future, and, mm-hmm. you know, her life and. You know, interests and things like that. Uh, very interesting. I'm excited to hear that. Uh, it'll be great. Yeah. 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 So, Cushy, have a very good weekend. I will. You Everybody, too. enjoy the podcast. One more high five. One more high five. Oh, there no, we go. No, okay, we don't do it right. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. That's better. All right. Thanks.
Radio. That's coffee house. Yeah, we're just gonna beatbox. Figure, we figured it out. The new band. That's pretty You're good. You're pretty good at that. Yeah. Pretty good. Oh. Oh. Now you have to rap. Yeah, you got to rap. I, I can't. Where's Lazarus? Yeah, we need Lazarus. I can't do that. <laughs> Not wow, to save wow, my wow. life. Wow! 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 Now all the. The parents are walking like, what is going on at the school? We're the coolest school, that's why. All right, we're here with Alandra and Mr. Durpin. What's up? Hello. How's everything? Pretty good. good. Um, just sick right now, which sucks, Aww. but that's all right. The life of uh, being in the Petri dish, as they say, right? Yeah. That's, that's where we work. What's the Petri dish? Where we work. Jeremy? Yeah. Yeah. I'm immune. I know, because you've been here too long. Well, not too long. You've been here long enough. Long enough to, to have the immunity. Yeah, that's yeah. right. We're still building it up. Right. That's right. Well, but like, this is my second year as a teacher. You know, I went through high school, went through college, went through university, and I still get sick. You've been yeah. sick quite a lot. This year, especially. I had a better time last year. This year, my immune system yeah. just hit me. But I'm feeling pretty good now. Nothing. Hoping to uh, not get sick in the near future. Yeah. So this has been an interesting week. It's been grad... So yeah. we're today was a today is and you're a, actress. You're yes. dressed up with uh, I have my sunglasses on and my sunglasses, my floppy hat. With, so and your sunglasses are heart shaped. Yeah, it's very glamorous. Yes, and I wore my gold heels to match that as well. So ah, very good. <laughs> gold heels. Yeah, yeah the stiletto heels. Oh wow! So how much okay. taller does that make you? Um, almost Julia's height, but not quite there. Oh, so almost, okay. almost. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Julia's tall. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. I, I look like I'm closer to her height. But Fair enough. I'm Fair not enough. quite there, which is better. I'll take it. <laughs> which is perfect because you are an actress. Yes, and I love it. <laughs> How many productions have you been at, at this school? Uh well, I've been in as many. The only one I wasn't in so far, like since I started in grade eight was the 1958, I believe it was called. 1984. 1984, yeah, yeah. 1958. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't ring a bell. Yeah. <laughs> George Orwell. By yeah, George. That was, uh, <laughs> that, that was the only one I was not in, but I was in Little Shop. I was in Men Who Came to Dinner. I was in the B, which is the most recent mm-hmm. one, which is amazing. And... Uh, I can't even think. There's like probably more on the top of it. Oh, unknown yeah. as well. Unknown, yeah. I had a small part in that one, but it was okay. I also wasn't in um, Two Sir with Love, but you did help out backstage. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and that was I think a cool. I still count that as an acting experience because it was it was nice to get to know the backstage, yeah. and I felt like I needed those skills to continue on. So you started in grade eight. Well, yes. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I was interested. As soon as we did the grade 8 rotation in drama, I was interested immediately. Really? Yeah. So you, you didn't do any acting stuff before that? As soon as I, I never did any acting, or I was. I actually had stage fright. That's why I started doing drama. 
because I wanted to get over it. Yeah. And I still do have stage fright to this day. Like, I have jitters and all that, but... I continue to perform to get over it. So. I think everybody does. Yeah. yeah. You know, like, that's something that I don't even get over. Yeah. You know? And that's part of the fun of it. Exactly. Is that facing your fear. Like, some people like to skydive. Mm-hmm. I like to go on stage. Right. You know? You get that little kick of adrenaline when you face your fear. It's lovely. Right. You get a rush. Amazing. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. 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 It's amazing. <laughs> like, when I... when I Because sometimes I'll, I'll perform, like, piano or, yeah. or whatever. And, yeah, same thing. It's... With any performance, there's a bit of a rush to it, and you're freaked out beforehand. But during it, you're, it's, it feels good. It's and it's almost after, euphoric. Yeah, like you're when they talk about cloud nine, like it's it's stage. It's just hard to get out of that mind state of when there's so much adrenaline that you kind of go into this like robotic mode, and you're just you know repeating your lines, and you really right. want to show your emotion on stage. So it's, no. that adrenaline can get. You know, it can mess you up sometimes, mm-hmm. but if you keep your mind focused, it, it works out. It's have you have you had any instances where you you did mess up, and how did you recover <laughs> from that? Uh, the most recent one for me was at the last Fine Arts Night. I sang a song. I can't think of the name. Oh, I'm gonna love you like I'm gonna miss you or something like that. Oh, right. The, yeah, yeah. The, yes. Uh, yeah. Megan so, Trainer. Yeah. John Legend. Okay. So I sang, oh, that's a great song. Yeah. I sang that song and I messed up the lyrics about halfway through. But I was pretty professional and I was like, I just was like, sorry everybody, I messed up the lyrics, I'm gonna restart. And then I nailed it uh-huh. the second time. I don't think many people noticed, like, because I just I went through with it. So. So it was bad enough that you had to restart. Yeah, I was. I just kept. I was just like, I just need to restart the song. It's not. Uh-huh. I was too lost. <laughs> hey, Adele did that at the Grammys. Like, yeah, mind you, it wasn't it wasn't a lyric issue. It was a tuning issue. Uh-huh. But she wanted to start over during the tribute to George Michael. Oh really? I yeah, because I, I don't have TV. Fair enough. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, but, I didn't yeah know she that. she stopped. There was an orchestra behind her. She's like, sorry, sorry, we have to stop. This is for George, and I don't want to mess this up. Wow. Yeah, and they restarted. So I guess if Adele did it, it's okay yeah. I did it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I've messed up on stage. Like when, like obviously no one notices if I mess up a line, but everyone does it. It's not. Well, most people common. wouldn't notice, and if they did, it's usually not something they'll remember. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Or it could even contribute because you know you never sure. you never know it could change. What happened? It could be for the good. I'll remember. Yeah. <laughs> you, <laughs> you know what? Yeah. You know what though? Uh, I don't. Like off the top of my head, I don't remember any mess ups during a spelling bee. There was a few I could remember, not specifically from me. That's what I mean. Like yeah. from you, I don't remember any because they were minor. They yeah, were yeah. like but I like, switched two lines. Yeah, yeah. Being the director and then watching the play. As soon as the play is open, if something gets messed up, that's when I get excited. I'm like, ooh, how are they going to get out of this now? <laughs> it's like they build themselves a little problem, and they have to figure out how right. to get out of it, right? Yeah. Um, and, and I like watching that. I like watching because uh-huh. there's nothing I can do. Right. I can't, I can't jump in and save them, and I really enjoy watching actors. Like, Well, you, you mentioned the one with Sam and the, the handcuffs during your, your play. Oh, that was brilliant. Yeah. I loved that. Can you tell that story? Sure. Um, so my Drama 910 class last semester was working on a piece of theater that I had written for them called Crime and Creativity, which para, uh, basically tells the story of Philippe Petit, who walked on a high wire between the World Trade Center towers. But I needed to add more characters because the drama class was big. So I decided to weave in two other narratives, the construction of the World Trade Center and 
the Nixon Watergate scandal, just you know, writing challenges. And anyways, Sam Hacker's character gets arrested several times throughout the play, and we were using the same pair of handcuffs for each time he got arrested. And the first four performances flawless. The fifth performance, which was our night performance, where we invited a public audience to come and see it, the handcuff got stuck on one hand and he couldn't get it off so he had to perform the entire rest of the play with the handcuffs on his on his wrist it, it, it was stuck and I remember looking at him watching him when he wasn't in focus it was an ensemble piece where nobody exited the stage when you weren't featured you were off to the side and there's Sam just fiddling with the handcuffs I'm like they're not coming off and I, I just knew they weren't coming off and I'm like wow what's he gonna do what's he gonna do and then he just strap the other one to that same wrist so it just looked like a bracelet and he just kept going and I was like that's good that's a pro move right there that's and uh, yeah it was wonderful we, we ended up having to you know use a screwdriver we got the handcuffs off after the show but uh, toy handcuffs $10 <laughs> little oh aluminum toy handcuffs and you have to get the real handcuffs next time yeah but <laughs> that would not come off that would not come off yeah. Yeah. the whole thing was that he had to get them off himself like a magician yeah. Yeah. so but it worked out it all worked out it's all about yeah. quick thinking on quick your thinking. toes. Yeah. I guess the more experience you have, the more you're able to go, okay, here's a problem. Yeah. Now I have to figure out. First of all, on the stage, when you're performing, you have no choice. Exactly. That's You, you do it or yeah. you fail. Right? Well, my high school drama teacher, that was his pedagogy. Like His whole philosophy behind his teaching method was the best way to learn how to perform is to perform. Mm-hmm. So we performed a lot and often. Mm-hmm. And that's why I think also um, improv is also really important Absolutely. when it comes to acting because you do actually need that when you're on stage because if something does go wrong, and it it's not always lines, too. Things can happen with set or whatever. If you have improv and you know it well, you can get out of anything. <laughs> so, I mean, we have... Improv at our school. Yes. Um, do we we still have that? Yes. Yeah. There's an so improv club Tuesdays and Fridays at lunch. Tuesday and Fridays at lunch. Beth. Yeah, Elizabeth Trotier and Beth Scott are yeah. the two coordinators of the improv club. Yes, I'm in improv too. I you like are. It. Yeah. Okay. So when you're part of that, I guess you train yourself because you practice so much in different made-up situations on the spot, mm-hmm. and so that when you're in a play that's scripted, if mm-hmm. something does happen, then you feel it's like I guess it's a confidence thing for yeah. one. Absolutely. But are there like certain like uh, certain techniques or certain things that you like technical things that you do? Well, or certain things you train for? I mean, there's certain like yeah, there is different techniques, but it's I don't know. The thing about improv is it's, Especially when it comes to scripted plays, I think it's kind of like a safeguard. So, I mean, it's nice to be able to have that, those, like, the skills, like, when, when we're in improv, we play certain games. So we'll play, like, um, my favorite game is Gary's Late, where, like, there's a person that will come in, and there's already two people set in the scene, and they have to build up the scene and set up for that one person to come in, and that person has to act given by the traits that those other two person gave those other two people gave that person. And so little things like that can add up, and throughout the years, if you continue that, it'll help, I think. So you, you do get better at that 
with practice, like like many things. Yeah, just like sports or anything. Mm-hmm. It's it, as long as you practice, you'll get better. Yeah, you learn to trust yourself. Yeah, um, I think one of the biggest things that you need to learn in improv is the ability to trust that the first idea is going to be your best idea. And if you get in your head and you start overthinking things, your scene is going to slow down and the ideas aren't going to come. So it's kind of just like allowing your brain to fire instantly. And trusting your scene partner as well. Exactly. Building off of what they're doing. Because if yeah. they give an idea and you don't follow off that idea, the scene's going to fall apart. Yeah. Right. It's just going to be a mess. So That makes sense. Yeah. So it's obviously an interplay between different people who are on the stage. Of course, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I can think of one scenario where I had to use improv during a scripted play, mm-hmm. and that was during our one acts a couple years ago when Laborde was here. And I we did this uh, play. It was uh, I think it was called Rick's Pizza or something along the lines of that. And pretty much how the scene is is this boy is trying to propose to his girlfriend, and she isn't too sure about the situation. So she calls her sister, and she wants to order pizza so there can be some sort of distraction so he doesn't do it. And uh, Ty was the pizza guy. Ty Seidel. Ty Seidel, yeah. Uh, he did not um, practice his lines very much beforehand. So we already knew that it wasn't going to go well. So we got Hannah Baker to sit behind this box with the script. And if any, if he forgot his lines, I would have to think of some reason to go behind there and act like it's a pantry and get the lines and feed it to him somehow <laughs> so he would be able to respond. So certain, he would we Julia he would be talking to Julia back and forth, and then you could tell there was something missing. So I'd be like, hmm, I really want some crackers because that was my character. <laughs> I was always hungry. I'd have, like, tons of food. And I'd go and I'd be like, hey, don't you remember so-and-so, blah, blah, blah. And then he'd be like, oh, yeah. And then we'd build off of that. And that, I thought it would only happen once or twice, but that happened majority of <laughs> play. So but basically it, two people had to cover for one person. One person. Yeah. Yeah. Lines. It turned out good, though. We were probably yeah. one of the funniest. Well, I guess it becomes like a game, right? Yeah. Well, it's it was, kind of fun that way, too. Yeah. It was good. We were all laughing on stage. That's Just probably not good to laugh on stage, but... <laughs> it happens. Yeah, it, it does happens. happen. Yeah. You can't control it. Have you had any um, nights that were... Just you felt it didn't go well at all? Uh, like, performance-wise? Per- yeah. Um, I think the worst night... I have had them. The worst night I ever had was the, um, the first night of Little Shop mm-hmm. that we did... I I don't know why, but I knew all the songs, but for some reason when we were singing Downtown, my mind blanked, uh-huh. and it was for the matinee for the elementary school kids when okay. I came in, and so it came to my part, and I was like, when the ensemble was singing, I was mumbling, because I didn't, for some reason I didn't know, understand, I didn't sing the words, yeah. and I also messed up on Somewhere That's Green, I skipped oh. two choruses ahead, That's a and then song. I heard the song change. And I was like, I'm way too ahead, and I had to go back and redo it all. Just repeat it. Yeah, I repeated myself, and I was like, well, they're... That's fine. They didn't notice. It's an easy crowd. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Elementary kids. Yeah, they don't know any better. Yeah. (laughs) You don't have any theater critics in the elementary crowd. They thought it was great. They were like, oh, wow. grade three. Excuse me, those are... They're in the wrong order. That's not how Steve... No, uh... Alan Menken. Alan Menken and Howard Ashman didn't write it like that. It's funny, though, because actually after the matinee, 
when I did the respect ed stuff at Gibson and all that, the kids were like, oh, you're Audrey, blah, blah, and they yeah. would always come up to me, and I was like, oh, wow, cool. yeah. I actually am an famous actress now. Yeah. Well, in Delta. Yeah, I went to see... I think I went to the last night. But anyways, that was that was really amazing. And, yes. I mean, I before that, I heard you sing at um, Live at Lunch... I've heard you sing O Canada multiple times. <laughs> Every year. <laughs> but to hear you sing in a musical was was different because you were in character. You had, like, a perfect accent. Thank you. I can't um, actually replicate the accent anymore. I don't really? know. Yeah, I've tried. So that's something you actually worked on for yeah. a time. It was, how, how did you do that? It was a lot of method acting. It was a New York accent. Right? Yeah. yeah. And it's... It wasn't even just the accent. It's just the way she walks and the way everything she does added to the character. So sometimes I wouldn't even be doing, like when we're doing Italian run-throughs, I wouldn't wouldn't think I need to worry about the accent so much. But just the way she walks and she puts her body, the voice would come naturally. So it was a lot of method thinking about what's going through her head through each scene. Mm -hmm. Even if Laborde wasn't directing that, I would still be thinking about what she's thinking about at this time and all that. I think that's the most method I've ever been with a character. Right. And that that worked out really well. Yeah. Because it carried on into when you were singing. Yes. Um... It's and, so much a part of that character. Yeah, and keeping yeah. the accent through the singing. <laughs> so, right. Yeah. yeah. But that's that's cool. I like that when you are physically playing the character, the voice comes, right? Yeah. It, yeah. it needs to be all-encompassing. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Then you literally are the person. Yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah. no longer let drive. Yeah, yeah. You some, start, I'm Audrey. Exactly. You start becoming yeah. somebody else. And, did you see... Were there any I saw a video recording of it. You did. The unfortunate okay. thing, though, is that the sound quality on the video recording uh, wasn't very good because it yeah. was in the gym, so right. it sounded like listening through a tin can. <laughs> Staging was really cool. Yeah. yeah. That was an expensive set, yeah. I have to say. Oh, yeah. I can tell. But it was amazing. Yeah. Very intricate. I got to give props to Trevor for the puppet on that one because that uh, was... I, don't, I still don't know how he did that every single night. That was... So sweaty, He'd come out soaked. Looks like someone ducked. Duck, right, he was the puppeteer. Water. Yeah, and, and then, then Cyril, Cyril was, was the voice. voice. Yeah, that was. Was Cyril? I guess he had a mic behind yeah. the stage or something. And they had to do a lot of work to get that in sync. And yeah, they to did synchronize a really, that. That's yeah. cool. Wow. But they did a really good job. Like yeah, I've they seen did. another production of the play and or the musical, and it came nowhere as close as how yeah. well they did it. They, I was blown away. Yeah. And that's hard to do. <laughs> so, especially when the plant is talking really fast. Uh-huh. So I'm proud of that. <laughs> so I guess you, I mean, you like acting and you like singing. Yeah. Um, have you been singing for a while? Yeah, I've been singing since I was probably three years old. Okay. Because my mom actually was uh, a singer before. She used to have her own studio with my dad as oh, well. Oh, really? Yeah, they had their own CD. They were actually recently played on the radio somewhere in, like, Canada. It was a random huh. province, but they told me about it, and I thought that was pretty cool, and they... And, and uh, what are they called? Uh, I can't think of the name right now, <laughs> you but don't I, know. The, uh, there's an artist called Elisa Strada. She's a singer. Yeah, I've heard of Elisa Strada. Her manager was actually my mom's manager before oh, she cool. signed her. So his name's Adam, and I actually went to an audition to him a couple years back, and he remembered me, and he was talking to Elise, and Elise knew me somehow, and that was I was starstruck because she was talking about me and how she's heard about my mom and all that. Wow. And I thought that was pretty cool. So 
That is really cool. Yeah, so I have a bit of... So oh. they they still do performances? They, they um, go around and... Not anymore. You know? No, not anymore. They stopped probably when I was, I'd say, like, eight, six, between six and eight oh, years okay. old. Huh. Yeah, they got a little... They just grew up. They just didn't continue, so... That's too bad. Yeah, but... It's still nice family history. Yeah. <laughs> do they do they still um, they still sing at home or yeah, for parties mom, or something? My mom sends me she posts YouTube videos every mm. once in a while of her singing and my mom, although she's not in great shape right now, she has still such a beautiful voice. Like uh-huh. I nothing can compare to yeah. her voice. I always compare her to Whitney Houston and people oh, think cool. I'm crazy when I do, but I've showed my friends her singing and she's like so talented. Uh-huh. It's Unbelievable! My dad, he can sing, but he's more on the rapping, and he makes his beats and all that. And he's oh, cool. really he's really talented when it comes to computers. So he, my grandma told me when he was a kid, he could take apart an entire computer and put it back together in like a week. It'd be done. So wow. he was really great with all that. So I think I'm getting all those genes slowly. I'm not good with electronics, but I'm good with singing music. and yeah, yeah, music and all That's that. Cool. So. That's really cool. Yeah. <laughs> so you started really early, and you you developed your talents. I, did you did you do a lot of performances when you were younger? No, I never took singing lessons or anything. Wow. I learned. I was completely self taught. When I like, I, I just would listen to the radio and I would copy. And my mom would critique me or my grandma. My grandma's probably my harshest critic. Whenever I sing, like I can sing a song, and everyone will be like, "Well, it's amazing," and she'll be like. No, this needs work. This needs work. This needs work. <laughs> and I'm like, honestly, although it kind of sucks to hear that, I need it. You need somebody like yeah, that. Yeah, I need someone to tell me the truth. Like, if my voice sounds like it's being strained, uh-huh. yeah, or yeah. if I'm. Did they come to the play? Yes, they both came. My grandparents came to the musical on the Friday. Cool. And they loved it. They said it was really cool. Um, yeah, it was hard though because. My grandpa, he has, like, knee issues, so uh, they had to leave right away just because he can't sit for too long. Oh, yeah. And I needed to get ready anyway, so I didn't get to see them directly after, but yeah. I saw them when I got home, and they were telling me it was great. That's so cool. It was nice. <laughs> nice treat to have them. What kind of music do you prefer singing? Um, well, mainly pop. Like, norm, like I don't know, like... Top 40. Uh, yeah, yeah, top top 50 top 40 yeah. but um i do like singing like older songs not necessarily to perform but on my own time mm-hmm. like right now i'm trying to learn a song by elvis presley oh cool it's called um oh, i can't even think of the name but it's it's a beautiful song i'm probably gonna Come perform down. it <laughs> not that one. No, not him, no. I'm gonna probably perf- I'm gonna see if I can perform this one because I is it one of his. Like, I can't help falling in love with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's gotta it? be that one. Yeah, yeah. I love. That's the only ballad that came to mind. No, no, no. Peace in the Valley. It's one of when Peace he in the Valley. He used to do gospel. Yeah, Elvis what? Presley. Right, yeah, right, Elvis yeah. Presley oh has a huge gospel background, and he did this. It, it was an old hymn that got turned into a rock. There will be peace in the valley for me. Oh, oh, oh. Very beautiful song. He had a great voice. Oh, he was exceptionally talented. He was a legend, yeah. for sure. But yeah, his roots were in gospel. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's that. Like I before he got into that. the whole like, I guess what they called it at the time was rockabilly. 
before he was into that whole, you know, with Sun Records and like signed to the same level uh, label as guys like uh, Jerry Lee Lewis and uh, right. Johnny Cash. Uh, yeah, he was gospel. Yeah. All those guys were in that era. Like Johnny Cash was gospel. Uh, Carl Perkins was gospel. They were all. Mm-hmm. I could see that though, yeah, just yeah. the way all of his music is. I can yeah, see yeah. that. Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool. And um, speaking of legends as well, a big inspiration like throughout my life was singing and for my mom as well as Whitney Houston because yeah. mm-hmm. she is like when she passed away I actually cried like I was oh, yeah. I was so devastated because she was so, she first of all she was beautiful and she I just I can't even she's just so great like in so many different ways even her person like although it's upsetting of how she left she when they did the dedication to her I don't remember what award show it was I was I had goosebumps just because you could sense the well, appreciation the Jennifer Hudson yeah. yeah what was that, that big song that she did the single that came out of the bodyguard what was the name of that song I Will Always Love You yeah that's it yeah yeah, yeah mm-hmm. huge yeah. song huge song yeah Jennifer Hudson sang that yeah. at the Grammys I think it was. yeah yeah, yeah. It probably was that's the song that if I ever am able to sing, I know that if I'm ever able to sing that song, I know I have achieved my full potential. Mm. I cannot sing it fully yet. If I break it up into parts, I can yeah. sing it. Oh, she belted the crap. There's a lot yeah. of long notes. Yeah, a lot of really high long notes. <laughs> high long notes. My mom can actually hold it. sing that song that I'm pretty impressed on. Amazing. I hope I can somehow yeah. do it. Yeah. I'm gonna push myself until yeah. I can do it. That's super cool. Yeah. What's what? You're in grade twelve now. What's the plan after graduation? Um. Well, I'm hopefully going to be going. I already got accepted into KPU, so that's for, uh, for the faculty of social sciences going into psychology. Cool. Yeah. So that'll be fun. I want. I, I've changed my mind a lot. I originally wanted to like going like throughout my high school. I started out wanting to be a flight attendant, and then I wanted to become a massage therapist. And then I wanted to go into psychology to work in, like, adolescence prisons and be, like, a counselor. And now I want to go into psychology to learn about, like, how we think and all that. And then I also want to go into criminology. So together, when I put that together, I want to go into law, ultimately. So, because I have a huge interest in law right now. But did you I take psych here? Yeah. Okay. I'm you take law? Yes, I'm yeah. taking, yeah, took law. Yeah. Loved law. Yeah. It was amazing. Yeah. Shout out to Mr. Kim. Mm-hmm. We're almost one of my, it's in my top favorite classes. Cool. Yeah, it's, yeah. I loved it. So do you think you want to be a lawyer? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. something I'd want to go, not right now, just because law is something that takes forever to. Something buzzed. Yeah. Something's buzzing that in your my, hat. That was my, <laughs> my phone. <laughs> but um, law is something that takes up your entire life. Oh, yeah. And so I don't want to get into it right now. I want to wait and just study what I can and then go into law. Is there a particular area of law that you see yourself drawn to? Because law is so huge. huge. Yeah. Um, probably family law yeah. and civil law just because I feel like... I'd like to be able to ha- build connections with different family, like different families, and I'd like to see re- like people being repaired. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't want to tear people down as a lawyer. I want to settle disputes and I want to make things even again. And I 
that's when I when Mr. Kim took us on our field trip to the uh, courthouse in Newest Minister. I saw a family case, and I was so intrigued by that. More than the murder case that we saw, there was a serial killer who killed like five people or whatever. Oh. It, was, it was scary because he turned around and looked at us because um, Peter sitting next to me was making a lot of noise, oh. and so he kind of turned around, and I was like, "Oh my god, did oh, he kill Peter. Like, yeah. Peter Lucas, Peter <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah." So he would keep standing up and walking out, and then the guy turned around and made eye contact with us. And I got goosebumps down my arms. It was so scary. I was like, oh, my God, he's killed five girls. <laughs> so Yeah, but he's in custody now. So. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. But the case went on for a long time. That Innocent was, until proven guilty. Yeah. Right. yeah. But the, it was so funny at, because the uh, jury, apparently there was one lady that fell asleep, and she was sprawled out asleep <laughs> the entire thing. That's how exciting that was. Yeah. Um, the cool thing, though, about going into law and becoming a lawyer, especially one that goes into litigation, mm-hmm. that is acting. <laughs> True. Know? I mean, it's not, it's not, a lot of people think it's lying. It's not lying. It's, the court can be smoke and mirrors sometimes, right? You have to yeah. be a performer. You have to be able to prove your case. And sometimes you need to be passionate. Sometimes you need to be angry. Sometimes you need to find someone's soft spot. And it's very performative. Law. It's very performative. Not much singing in it, though. No. You might have to put that in somewhere. Well, you know what? Actually, there's a group of lawyers in Vancouver, mm-hmm. and every year they put on what they call the lawyer show, and they put oh on a musical. Oh. And yeah, <laughs> really. And I think this year, I'd have to look it up, but I think this year they're doing Grease. Oh wow! Really? They did Guys and Dolls a few years ago. They did Legally Blonde. They've oh done. Gosh. Um, gosh, what else have they done? They've done a like they do. They do a musical every year. I think they perform it at the Fire Hall mm-hmm. on West Cordova. Which is a skeezy area of town, but the Fire Hall Art Center is a really nice little mm-hmm. theater. And, uh, yeah, the lawyer show every year. Lawyers get together and put on a musical. I love that. That's something I'd have to go into. Absolutely. Well, you sh- you sh- it's great that they have their profession yeah. and then they have their, you know, their other passion yeah. that they still do. Yeah, exactly. Keep it up, yeah. right? That's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. Think. It's good to keep that balance. For sure. Yeah. 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 Just been, have to make the time. I've been reading a lot lately about the psychology of play. Mm-hmm. particularly in adults because a lot of us lose that sense of play and it's actually really is incredibly healthy for us and uh, anything that you can do is, it, and they actually say that it's incredibly important to, to find a sense of play with your colleagues as well so that work doesn't have that kind of stressful taxing nature that a lot of people find um, and things that you can do with your colleagues like you know every couple of weeks maybe have a bowling night or um, play trivia or you know little retreats to, to go out and do fun things is keeps a workplace really healthy so i can imagine that for lawyers which is such a taxing job Mm -hmm. it's so stressful getting together and doing something like putting on a musical is probably incredibly cathartic Mm -hmm. and and at the same time i think uh, when you are too involved in one thing uh, oh yeah you're you're, in terms of what your mind can think of it's too narrow of course sometimes you need need to take a walk or do something else and then yeah, That's clear, when ideas start flowing, at least clear the you know, for yeah. most most people. Like Absolutely, yeah. yeah, for sure. Yeah, I can see that. I know at even though it's not too much in comparison, but I know in my work that um, that I do work at Hudson's Bay. Cause I don't think I mentioned HBC. Here. Yeah, advertising. HBC. Yeah, <laughs> come visit me, <laughs> Metro Town. And you get a discount. Yeah, I'll give you a ten percent. <laughs> oh. Um, as long as you, well, I guess you'd have to watch the podcast to get it. So there you That's go. That's right. <laughs> um, 
and I know that every year they put they try and put on these like little events to kind of get us outside of the work and so we can talk and I like that because at my work I'm very isolated I work in ladies wear so I'm downstairs and it's a huge floor and sometimes it's just me and then there's like jewelry which is far away in cosmetics and I don't really get to talk to anyone so I only know it's just, just you and the mannequins yeah it's just me <laughs> And I get, I, it's nice because I do build connections with customers. I do have yeah, regulars that I get to know, yeah. but I'd like to know my colleagues more. Yeah. And so they put on these like Christmas parties or whatever. And I love, like, I went to the last one and the ones, the whatever dinners they had. And it was so nice to actually connect with them. And I got to know them. And now I can like, I, when I see them like out in public, it's not just like a, Hey, it's like, I can actually go and have a conversation. That's cool. Right. Yeah. I, I like that. It's a good experience, especially for my first job. That's yeah. my, I, I hope I continue to have experiences like that with my coworkers. Uh, now that you mentioned the mannequins, I have to ask, have you named the mannequins? No, oh. I haven't. But with mannequins, I can say we get a lot of trouble because a lot of customers don't realize. So the mannequins, they don't look expensive, but they're very expensive. They, they're roughly between $200 to $500 per uh-huh. piece. And customers will want something on it, and instead of looking around for it or asking us, they'll rip it off and they'll what? throw arms. We found arms from a mannequin on one side of the building, on the other side, or on the other floor. Somehow, <laughs> they take it and put it somewhere. We lost a hand on a mannequin for a long time. We found it buried somewhere. Well, I didn't boring. know this. Yeah. Like, I would never... Why would I? I wouldn't take it off a mannequin. That's yeah. I would, strange. If if it was the only one of my size and I found <laughs> it, I would ask the store clerk to take it off the mannequin. That's what we okay. advise. Yeah. But I do still hear. I'll hear. Sometimes I'll hear it in the changing room. They're like, "Oh yeah, I took it off the mannequin." I'm like, my eyes wide, and I have to run and see where it is so I can put something on it because I don't want a bare mannequin and I have to tell them please next time ask us I feel stupid having to ask you because it's not really <laughs> that I hard I don't think ask. I've ever seen that it must yes. be incredibly difficult to like take something off a mannequin yeah yeah. Well, especially, unless you remove their limbs yeah <laughs> and it's really easy especially the ones that are some of them are on platforms I can't even get those and I have to call a manager to get those down I don't know how they do it the, especially when it's the prom dresses too those are heavy yeah. I have no, and I don't know how nobody notices them taking it off like I thought security <laughs> would see them yeah. just stripping a mannequin here yeah they nope. don't do anything that's weird that is yeah. weird so <laughs> to all you listeners out there don't do that no it's weird don't yeah there's Touch a lot the of weird we've had it's t- used clothing anyway <laughs> Yeah, I would never wear it again. Of course, mannequin wore it. Why would I want to wear it? Exactly. Yeah. No, we have a lot of weird things that people do. Like we've had, I've had a uh, security come up to me and told me that there's a customer. She'll take a bunch of clothes and she'll just throw them. She'll get a pile in her hands and throw them in a pile somewhere and leave. And she will continue to do that in different spots throughout the store. I don't know why. Nobody made her mad. She just walked in and started doing that for no reason. It's just her thing. Just to make our day a little bit better. <laughs> so, yeah. So when you see her, I guess you just call security and then yeah. they take her out? Yeah. Well, we can't, they can't take them out, but we just watch and pick up after them. and Yeah, people don't know how to clean up after themselves anymore. What's the weirdest thing that's ever happened to you while working or the weirdest story you've ever heard? Oh, there's so many. There's, I think the most bizarre 
was I personally wasn't there, but I, I well I wasn't on that side at the time. I was on like the contemporary side. It happened in above average, and a lady decided to change her son's diaper and remove it and stick it in between a pile of clothes and it got everywhere and my poor manager had to clean it all up and I felt so bad for her. I could see it in her face, the pain, and we lost all of that because it's all covered in doo-doo. Why would would someone do that? We've had people use the washroom on our carpets in the corner for I don't know why. They didn't know where the washroom was. Metro Town. Metro Town, yeah. They'll go in the corner. We've had people. We had one lady. Her kid was begging her to use the washroom, and she wanted to try on her outfits. So her kid ended up peeing himself on the floor in the change room, and we had to close it off. I felt so bad for the kid. I can see how that could happen. Yeah. That's that's an accident. Yeah. Well, and it's a child. Yeah, Yeah. it's a child. And we've had... I've had... Well, I've had I've seen the worst of the worst of people, I can say that. Mm-hmm. But I can say people get mad, but at the end, majority of the time they'll say, I'm sorry I'm not mad at you, I'm just mad at this situation. Which I appreciate. Mm-hmm. But it just sucks because they are taking their anger out on me and it's pretty stressful. Sometimes. That's customer service for you. And I gotta smile True. through it. Yeah. yeah. Customer's True. always right. Yeah. Even I think, when they're not. <laughs> and they're usually <laughs> wrong. Yeah. I think the the worst case I had to deal with was it was she wanted to return something from two years ago. Our policy is three months maximum, keep in mind, which is already a lot. Usually yeah. a store is 30 days. And she, and she went through hell with me trying to return it. She wanted to call the store manager. She threatened to call the main person, which is Liz Campbell. She owns Hudson's Bay, like the main. She threatened to call them, and she was off the rails, yelling, yelling at my manager, yelling at me, yelling at how did that turn out, then? I think I'm pretty sure I left my shift before it ended. Okay. So I'm pretty sure security probably took her out, but yeah. Like, I would have said, call her. Because yeah. that's above my <laughs> policy. Yeah. yeah. There's, there's nothing more I can do for you. If you would like to elevate your query, you're more than welcome to do so. But we have reached the limit of what, what I can do to help you. But Yeah. And I've had managers tell me, you don't have to deal with that. You're not paid enough. <laughs> so above your pay grade. Yeah, yeah. it's not something I'm going to deal with. And sometimes I'll tell customers, I've got to call a manager. I can't deal with this. It's mm-hmm. too much. Right. So, they have to deal with it themselves. Oh. Not my problem. Do you get discounts at other stores at Metro Town? Um, I'm supposed to. Yeah. And I'm supposed to get a discount at my store, but they're supposed to give us a Metro Town card. It's like an orange card. Uh-huh. I don't have one. Uh-huh. I've worked at the Bay for a year, and I've never gotten one. Sometimes if I show, like if I go to like the food court, if I show them my name tag, I'm like, hey, I work here, they'll give me like 10% off. But at clothing stores, they're like, no, if you don't have the card, we don't that give sucks. it to you. That sucks. 10% of the food court? Yeah. That's pretty chintzy for a well, ball I mean, employee. It's, it's, uh, it's the tax. So, And at, the, at my actual store, it's 25% off, but you have to have the credit card. And I'm not even old enough to have the credit card, so I can't, I cannot get the discount. That's Miss Kyle's kids. Yeah. <laughs> They're going wild. <laughs> but yeah, so I can't get the discount, so. Well, that sucks. It does suck. And it sucks because I hear other stores, they say they get like 50% off, and I'm like, what? 
I want 50% off. Oh, I was working at a pizza place. I got 50% off. It was great. That would be great. I got very fat that year. <laughs> 50% is a lot. Yeah, it's yeah. a lot. Yeah. Especially pizza is pretty cheap to begin with. So. Oh, this was an expensive pizza place. Oh, okay. So, like it, a Mia Ned's kind of It was Mia Ned's. Oh, yeah. I love Mia Ned's. Yeah. I went there for the first time a couple of weeks ago, actually. Yeah. Yeah. And it was uh, interesting because you get to see them actually do oh, yeah. everything through the window. And that's where I worked. I worked in the kitchen. Oh, they, you, did you do the tossing? You don't do the hand tossing, no. 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 But we do have an open kitchen. And uh, I, I, I worked in the kitchen for four years. And I like to tell people, if you can work in a restaurant's kitchen for four years and still want to eat there, mm-hmm. uh, saying something about the quality of the product. <laughs> so people are like, oh, yeah. Mia Ned's is so expensive. I'm like, yeah, but you know what? Like, I, I was there when the deliveries were coming in. Like, it's all fresh product that comes most of it incredibly local like all the mushrooms all the vegetables were all local i was like yeah you're paying more because you're not getting processed garbage Mm -hmm. yeah yeah that pizza was good though it was pretty what kind did you get because the meatheads also has like a lot of really cool specialty pizzas with like good specialty toppings we got the mediterranean oh yeah that's a good one yeah and then we got a cheese an extra cheesy one where we asked for like extra extra cheese and it was like falling everywhere oh yeah yeah that's good Love some, me some cheese. <laughs> so do you, do you make your own pizza at home then, Turpin? Only sometimes, uh, because I'm very anal about it. Yeah. Yeah, my wife's like, you can't make pizza. It'll take too long because you're so particular. <laughs> so she makes it. But she's Italian. Like, she's, she's oh, very okay. good. Oh, so I, 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 go. Like, it, it's not that, I mean, yes, I can't cook. Like, pizza I can make, uh, macaroni and cheese I can make. But other than that, I'm not a very good cook. But that's not necessarily why I make my wife cook. Like, I don't make her cook because I can't. I make her cook because she's awesome at it. Like, she's Italian and everything she makes is delicious. So it's like, well, I I mean, as far as the workload goes, I don't mind making dinner if you don't mind eating crap. (laughs) Because whatever I make isn't going to taste very good. Uh Yeah, so. It's kind of like that in my household, too. My grandpa is the one that takes over the cooking. My grandma does not. She yeah. can cook. She just doesn't. Yeah, see, I, I yeah, can't. Like, like, I could I could physically cook, but everything I make, other than my... Like, I have this really great recipe for mac and cheese. Mm-hmm. And if it's not mac and cheese or pizza, it's going to taste bad. <laughs> I've always had to stay out of the kitchen. I've been told. Yeah. <laughs> Dishes I can do. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, that's important. Yeah, that's yeah. needed afterwards. Yeah. So. <laughs> when I was growing up, I, you know, sometimes I would hang around the kitchen and try to learn a few things. But yeah. in the end, it was like... Kind of out of my way. Yeah. And then uh, is your wife a good cook? She's great. Yeah, yeah. she's great. Um, and you're a good computer guy. Again, so <laughs> you fix the computers. I fix the computers. Yeah. yeah. She does the cooking. Yeah. I do the dishes. Okay. Yeah. That's my job. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I'm Everyone's excellent doing at doing dishes. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's, it's particularly mindless. <laughs> yeah. And barbecuing. Oh. Yeah. See, I I do the outside. I'm sure cooking. I could. I'm sure I could barbecue, but I don't have a barbecue. We live in a little yeah. condo. Yeah. Oh. Uh, that can be kind of tough. Yeah. A fire hazard, maybe. Yeah. yeah. I'm not even sure if we're allowed a barbecue. You, I'd have to look at the strike most, agreement. Most condos, you're allowed yeah. to. Yeah. I live in a condo, too. Yeah. We, we have one. I started a fire my barbecue once when we were living in a condo. Nice. <laughs> it was, well, there's just too much grease. Co- I guess I should have cleaned it once in a while. Yeah. Oh. So there's lots of grease collected, and then it just, oh. I turn it on and. It ignited oh, the thing, oh, so I, I had to turn it off. I left the lid on, and I was yeah. freaking out because yeah. there's so much smoke, yeah. black smoke everywhere. Gosh. I was like, "Oh my goodness, am I going to set this whole it. apartment on fire?" The sprinkler start up. Wow. <laughs> no, eventually it, it just died down. Oh, that's good. That was good. I've been uh, in two fires actually what? in my own what? house. Yeah, when I was a kid, 
we had a house a house fire and it was the way I handled it was terrible because I was young and I didn't know. How so old I, were you? I was probably ten years old. Holy okay. smokes! Yeah, and I remember <laughs> literally. <laughs> I remember waking up to the smell of smoke. I walked outside my room, stood at the top of the staircase, saw the smoke, turned around, went back to my room to go to sleep. Because I was like, oh, someone else will deal with it. Until I hear screaming and people telling me to get out of the house. We go out. It wasn't severely damaged. It was mostly damaged from the actual smoke, but not too much from the fire. Because the smoke, like, I don't know, it ruins everything. Uh And so... That could have been prevented, you know. Yeah. (laughs) But, anyway, so that sucked. And then we... The house was... We repaired it and everything, and it was okay. Then, a couple years later, I'd say I was probably 12 by this point, I had a garage fire, and how it happened was it was sparked by a a heater. It was an old heater, and I guess we left it running in the garage because the garage is cold, and we had um, some of my mom's friends were staying in there because they didn't have a home at the time, so we offered them to stay in the garage. So we set up a nice little home in there, and the garage, the heater was left, and it sparked on the carpet, and it all went up in flames. And the way we found out is I was watching TV, and we had some guy knock on our door, and he was like, you could tell there's traffic outside. He's like, so yeah, um, so your garage is on fire, and we kind of go outside, and we see it slowly burning, and we're like, huh, would you look at that? <laughs> and then I kind of see my mom run to go get the fire extinguisher, to if that's going to help. Instead of calling 911, she tries to save it herself, and we lost every single thing in that garage. But luckily, it didn't continue onto our house, so there's a fence oh, separating wow. it to our house. Oh, but so we, the garage detached garage. Yeah, but we detached. did store yeah. most of our stuff in the garage. Oh, okay. So it kind of sucked because we had a lot of valuables that we kept in there that we mm. didn't have space in the house for. So that And that sucked because um, my grandmother's, most of her stuff was in there, and she passed oh, away a few no. years l- later. So we didn't really have time to accumulate a lot of stuff back from her. So, it sucked. But you like know, some things you can replace, but some things you can't. Yeah, exactly. And there, especially if it's memorabilia, like yeah. for my great great grandmother's, like pictures and things were oh, in there. Tough. Yeah, lost. That sucks. Yeah, things happen. So. See, I, I, we we were broken into a couple of years ago, and uh, some things were <coughs> not valuable stuff. Well, valuable in terms of monetary value. Monetary, but through insurance, you can get it back. Yeah. So not anything that's irreplaceable. Mm-hmm. But we learned from that, you know, we put everything in the safety deposit yeah. box that we just can't lose, right? Right. I've been robbed before, too. <laughs> Same yeah. house that had the garage on fire. Yeah. We had Especially our TV like, and computer stolen. Oh, okay. computer TV. Yes. Yeah. It's that's like, whatever. Cool. Yeah. You get it back. Yeah. And especially ID. A lot of people steal ID now. Oh, and that yeah. is a pain. Because you go through the paperwork and you have to phone... Um, a million different places. A million different places yeah. to sort that out. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, my uncle's had his identity stolen, and I saw the math of that. So uh-huh. that's why I am straining away from getting a credit card in my life. But oh. I know I'm going to need one. Yeah. <laughs> I just don't want to use it. <laughs> credit card's good to have because then you can start building up good credit, and then right. you want to go for a mortgage. That's true. Yeah, you have good credit, and you're usually protected if somebody else is using it. Yeah, exactly. Right. So yeah, that's true. You get all that back. So. Yeah. It just sucks when everything else is stolen. Right. Especially uh, if you get your passport or something taken, that's going to suck even more. It's a pain. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's what I was holding on to in Cuba. I put that in my safe and I never touched it until I left. 
<laughs> Whereabouts were you in Cuba? We went to Holguin, Cuba. Oh, okay. And it was, so it's like the center. Right, that's middle. Yeah, and it was beautiful. It was, I burnt a lot, like, <laughs> to a crisp. I remember, because me and Julia shared a room, and I remember we woke up on the third night there, and I just turned my head, and I was like, I can't move. I'm in so much pain. And she looked at me, and she just gave me a nod, like, I'm in so much pain. I would crinkle my nose, and I would, it made me almost want to cry. That's how bad my face was burnt Ooh. and everything. I came back peeling, and but I'm tan, so mm-hmm. happy about that, at least. I can have a tan, so. Yeah, it's like... 30 degrees all year round in Cuba. We did have tropical rain, though. On the last two days, there was tropical rain. It actually flooded our hotel. And it flooded not just the first and second floor, but also the third floor, somehow. And actually, it flooded so bad, there was a crab on the second floor. (laughs) What? I don't know how it got there. I feel like someone put it there, but it was a live, like, um, a medium-sized crab. (laughs) That was, like, so weird. And it was gross because... They had, uh, like, a sort of, like, pipe system that would allow... I guess they get the tropical rain pretty often. So it would allow the water to flow out. So the water would only get up to a certain amount. But there was bugs in there, so there'd be, like, hundreds of bugs scattered everywhere from inside the pipes. It was so gross to walk around. And I had to walk through them because I had to let my friends know to put towels through the door so the water wouldn't come into their place. And I know the... Place where we could go get our food, the uh, what was it called? The bank, well, not bank hall, but the buffet area. The ceiling started leaking in there as well, and I was like, wow. "This five stars turning into a two star because <laughs> there's water everywhere." And but it was cool because I've never done this before. But Julia saw the opportunity and I followed her. So it started raining, and she put on her bathing suit and started running outside. Yeah. And I was like, I'm never going to do this again. So I did that. And the water from the rain... It's warm. It's warm, mm-hmm. but it's also cleaned my hair better than the showers. <laughs> More pressure. Yeah, yeah, my hair was the cleanest it ever been on that day. Wow. Good yeah. good call. Warm rain is something else. Yeah. yeah. And we're not used to that in Vancouver. Like, when it, when it rains, it's cold. Even yeah. in the summertime, it rains, it's cold. <laughs> yeah. But, like, when you're someplace tropical and it rains and, and the water... Water's hitting you and it's warm. That's that's something else. That's yeah. Awesome. yeah, yeah. And it's a nice break if it's been really hot. Yeah, and it's, for sure. We were everyone at that after Julia and we started running. Everyone was running around in the rain. And it was great. It was just like. So were you at a resort or? Yeah, you were. It was yeah. It was an all well, pretty yeah an all inclusive resort. So we got anything we wanted pretty much. And I feel bad for the staff there just because there was a lot going on and a lot of things are being broken I know outside my door someone broke like a complete like completely shattered a door and they had to clean that by the ne- they cleaned it by the next day I was so surprised wow. their staff was on it I saw them having group meetings that's so bad because people would break signs and all that Not so I good. tipped them a lot before I left because I was like you guys are doing a great job but um, and they treated us like royalty. I love it. I don't think I'm ever gonna experience. Did you ever, did you go outside of the resort or? Did yeah. You? So we did excursion. So I did a catamaran cruise, oh, which cool. was really cool. And it took us to this island, and we had a lunch there. It's like this like private little island, and there was a restaurant there, and we got to eat, and we got to drink out of coconuts, which is actually disgusting. It's so bad. <laughs> it was sour. It was not good. I don't know why. <laughs> so I didn't even finish that. And then we went on this Jeep safari. 
So this guy took us. And we, at this point, we were separated from the original um, tourist guys. It's a separate person, and it was this really cool because in Cuba, their cars are all from like the yeah. 1950s, 1960s. Yeah, yeah. So it was this really cool like 1950s Jeep, and it was we it was amazing. We had wild boars running in front of us. Oh, wow. We got to pet this ostrich, which scared me because I know ostriches are yeah, they're dangerous. Yeah. yeah, but it was actually like super calm and they say when they take on tours they see the ostrich all the time wow. so they had a name for it and everything wow. and so we got to pet it and I know it pecked Danilo's shirt and that's why I was like okay this is going down it's going to attack but it was trying to eat something on his shirt or whatever and it swallowed a whole banana and you could see it go down its throat and it was so it didn't <laughs> it's long yeah, throat yeah and we were like feeling it while it was going down the throat it was really weird. weird yeah it was cool and every time we'd peck the ground I thought it was going to peck us but it yeah it was really cool and then we got to see they had like these giant termite nests uh-huh. in the trees, and they were huge. They were massive. They were probably like three of my head. Like they were, uh-huh. they were so. Yeah. I thought that was really cool. I don't know why, but um, the termites made some. They make some amazing structures. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. It was, it was definitely a trip of a lifetime. And then we did uh, a volunteer excursion, which they just added in, and so we went to an elementary school, and I was the. The only, I was one of the few that knew a bit of Spanish. There was one girl fluent in Spanish, and then I knew a small amount of Spanish. Mm-hmm. But enough to be able to communicate, I was very proud of myself. Mm-hmm. So anytime they would say something to, like, Julie or something, they'd look at me immediately, and I'd have to kind of translate somehow, which, I mean, I, was, I felt pretty important being a translator, <laughs> even though I couldn't do it perfectly. And the kids were so cute, and we got to paint their school, partly, because they... We had the resources, so we brought it, and we painted their school pink, one building, one part of it. And the boys would play soccer with the little boys, and we played those hand games with the girls. And we showed them Stel Stel Ola, and they had a version in Spanish, and so they taught us that. And so we learned it in Spanish and English, and it was really cool. cool. It was really neat to connect with them on that level. Wow. Yeah. That's an interesting experience. Yeah, for sure. Have you been to Cuba? No. 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 I'm I'm not very worldly. It's it's neat country to it's very safe and yeah, yeah it's just really neat because I backpacked around the island with mm-hmm. a friend um, just out of university actually we may still have been in I think it was like third year of university mm-hmm. and that was a, that was a really amazing experience the food is bad though like the food city. is hard to find it's hard really? to find um, I remember we would go to restaurants, and then they would give us a menu. So this is a restaurant, and it'd be empty. We'd open up the menu and go, oh, okay, quite a selection. And then the waitress came to see us, and she was like, sorry, tonight, no chicken. And that's like half the menu. Because... <laughs> um, what they have to do, even even in a town where there's lots of fish, yeah. like a fishing village, yeah. um, they would take the fish and they distribute it yeah. through the rest of the country. Yeah. Uh, being communist, I guess that's that's the idea. Mm-hmm. Um, so even people in those kinds of towns sometimes they can't get what they produce. Wow. Um, so food is hard to come by unless you like. Like, we stayed sometimes at people's homes, and so we'd pay, like, 10 bucks extra, and then we'd get all meals included. <clears throat> and that was when we, we, we ate. Like, if you go to a restaurant, forget it. Wow. Um, oh, wow. Yeah, it was hard to find good food. 
Yeah, yeah we. And I guess you experienced the same thing. The food was just terrible. Except told, you were at a all inclusive. Yeah, but the buffet after the first three days because we were there first almost seven days. So well, was it the same stuff? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. And it was. I remember I would always trick myself because I'd be like, okay, it's gonna be good. I'd get excited and I'd. Try it again. I'd be like, "Yeah, I know." They told me there was lobster. I was like, "Oh my gosh, lobster! That's mm-hmm. amazing." Dry, nothing compared to here because all of our seafood here is way more fresh and mm-hmm. just terrible. And I couldn't even eat it. The pasta, I'd always be like, "Oh, it's so exciting," but the cheese is not yeah. doesn't taste the same as it does here, and it would just be. I could never. I lost like five pounds coming back from there because I barely ate anything because it's just. It's lots of plantains. Yeah. And chicken. Sometimes. The fruit is good though. Yeah. The fruit is well, really good. Well, they have good. lots of cool fruit. There. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of and I had a lot of corn. That was <laughs> the main thing. Yeah. I same ate. here. Yeah. Tons of corn. Yeah. The corn is really good. I can appreciate that. Yeah. But um, yeah. No, the food was bad, and I have nightmares of it. <laughs> They always told us to go to the... Because there was four restaurants in the resort. They always told us to do it. I never had time. There was an Italian restaurant, too. I just never had time to sign up, so... That's all right. So what's up for you for the rest of the year in terms of performances? Uh, well, I'm in scriptwriting directing, so mm-hmm. I have my idea of what I want to write my play on. So that's the stage you're at right now? Yes. Okay. And I'm currently brainstorming ideas all for the characters specifically and how I'm going to write their personality and their names and all that. So I'm in that kind of creative process in my mind right now. But I want to connect with the rest of the class first, more. But, yeah, for just like a little idea, I'll share a little snippet of my idea. Um, so the I had three ideas to start out with, but I ended up narrowing it down to one. So I wanted to focus down on mental health. Mm-hmm. And so I want to, I know that Mr. Turpin told us at the beginning of the year to pick a room that we want to do our performance in. And so for me, I decided uh, the band room would be the best place to do mine. Mm-hmm. And so I wanted to do a character um, who's battling schizophrenia. And I want to do more research on it so I can make sure I'm as accurate as possible. I'm calling it um, the monster next door. So instead of the neighbor next door, it's the monster. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be her... So it's going to be her as a center, and the characters around are going to be the, the, the delusions in her head, and they're going to pop up. So the, it'll be like a classroom setting. She's like in band practice. And it'll be her internal conflicts the entire play, and just cool. her having conversations with these different personnels in her mind mm-hmm. and at the end it's going to come up and it's going to be the teacher like are you okay and she's going to be like yeah I'm fine and it's just like the audience will be blown away because they're going to hear all this and then I'm fine and it's like yeah. and I feel like that happens a lot that it is yeah. it's life like yeah. so many kids just hide what's going on inside their heads right yeah, yeah. so I want to send shivers up the audience's spine and I'm thinking possibly to get the audience to sit as if they're in the class. That's cool. Yeah. yeah I like that a lot. So then, yeah. you know, you're, you're like, in it. And I feel yeah. like that'd be cool, the surround. That well, cool. that worked really well for To Serve With Love. Yeah. Because yeah. as an audience member, I was like, oh, it's like I'm part of the class, and Shiv Neal's up there teaching. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it was immersive. <laughs> that was good. I love that kind of stuff. Do you want to talk a little bit about that, what you're doing with the different rooms? So uh, the basic idea at the beginning of the year, and then we got into spelling bee mode, so we 
tabled the idea, and now we're now it's coming to life again, is uh, we were going to do a mini French festival. So the idea of a French festival, it, it comes out of Scotland, is where the idea originated. They used to have this big performing arts festival in Edinburgh, but it was like for this wealthy elite of performing artists groups and a whole bunch of like the working class artists were like well that really sucks we're never going to get invited we don't have the money so they said well why don't why don't we take uh, our ideas and we'll put on a festival around the festival and it'll be fringe ideas low budget stuff and it'll be plays that talk about the real world and the problems that we have and, and or the good things that we have and we'll be like fringe artists so they called it the fringe festival and now oh, there's a okay. fringe festival in every city like every right. major city in, in the westernized world and uh it's all about doing theater on a low budget in found spaces um and the ideas are always really fresh really edgy well not always like edgy in terms of the content but like literally on the cutting edge like if you go to the French Festival in Vancouver this upcoming year there's probably going to be a ton of stuff about like Donald Trump and, and you know problems with North Korea like it's always really engaged in what's happening in society right now or, or usually what French plays are um, and in some cases the fringe is where the life of a play will start a lot of plays that have gone on to great success on Broadway started as little fringe ideas mm-hmm. um, not Spelling Bee which would have been really cool I could have been like yeah Spelling Bee is one of them although Spelling Bee has its own really cool origin mm-hmm. story um, a Canadian musical that actually gained great fame out of the fringe was uh, The Drowsy Chaperone mm-hmm. it was originally written as a wedding gift for uh, a friend and then they they said well this was really great you made it be a little 15 minute musical for my my wedding I would love to help you expand it into a half an hour went did it at the Toronto Fringe someone saw the Toronto Fringe said bring it to New York Fringe they bring it to New York Fringe producer says that's great bring it up to 90 minutes and it played on Broadway wow yeah wow. so like these things happen so I wanted to turn Delview into a little microcosm we got <coughs> seven students in the script writing directing class they all need to write and direct something mm-hmm. so rather than having a, a play or multiple plays in one studio we'll have these little plays they're not going to be terribly long and you can come down to the school and cycle through and see multiple plays in one evening or come back the second night so see three first night see three second night you know whatever you want to do that is a cool idea so a little festival yeah, yeah. yeah. very cool I think it'll it'll be terrific it'll be cool I'm yeah. excited yeah mm-hmm now, spelling bee—that that was an interesting. When you first mentioned that, I was like, "What? What? Do you, what is that?" And yeah. you said it was on Broadway. I was like, "I, I don't. I've never heard of that." Yeah. Um, but then, then I came to watch the show without knowing anything. It was funny on the way in to the show because I drove my son here. Uh-huh. I went back to Vancouver to pick him up, and I had, I had my, um, I, I have Apple Music, yeah. so it kind of picks things randomly. And picked one of the songs from. Yeah, <laughs> that's it came up and I was like, "Oh, that's what it sounds like." Oh, so, great. so then, um, but then when I watched the show and they they started picking people, I I, I knew from before from other staff that, oh, you you might get chosen to to participate. I'm like, okay, that's that's interesting. That's different. Yeah. So, um, you know, you had two of your um, crew come and. You know, sign us up on on a, with a clipboard and ask me weird questions like, "Are you? Do you have any allergies?" And I'm like, "What does that have to do with?" <laughs> I guess I had to do the juice, yeah, or something like that's that. That's exactly what it was. But anyways, I, I had and I got picked. I didn't know I was 
I was going to be up there for that long. <laughs> I was like, okay, it's just a short little thing, yeah. and I, off I go. Yeah. And then I did some research afterwards, and apparently for the spelling bee, um, at, on Broadway they did this too, which yeah, is absolutely. really novel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and at one point they had like uh, one of the scripts, like champions, go up there, <laughs> and it took a while for them to get knock them out, her yeah. out. Yeah. Um, so the, I think in the end they had to make up a word. Yeah, which they which they the script actually tells you. Yeah, the script tells you to make up a word if you oh, can't get so them cool. out. Yeah, um, but like reading up on it and stuff, celebrities were often yeah. ones that would get pulled up on stage too. Julie Andrews, Julie Andrews, and they yeah. knocked her out on super, super Califragilisticexpialidocious. <laughs> she couldn't spell it. Oh, <laughs> no. Yeah, I love stuff like that. I think it's hilarious. It is very yeah. That's that was really cool because of that. It yeah. was very different and. And you've got the audience involved too. Yeah. So. And uh, the only night, the only night that didn't have a staff member come was opening. Uh huh. Other than that, we had a staff member every night. Right. I was yeah. like, oh, yeah, we have to have a staff member. Uh, we have to. Every yeah. night. Yeah. yeah. That was neat. So I think we had Nickich, we had Deb Hansen, we had Mike Annandale, we had yourself, we had Miss Kyle. Those were the, the five staff. And the actors did a phenomenal job of improvising around the different things that yeah. happened. Yeah. It was fun. It was really fun. That was of mm-hmm. one of my like. It was the, uh, probably one of the top. Like, it's one of those musicals you can kind of play with, and I love yeah. that. I love the freedom in that, especially with my character Leaf. Uh-huh. Oh, I had so much fun with Leaf. <laughs> uh-huh. There was so much to play with with the bubbles and the props that I had on, like bullet. Yeah, the balloons. bicycle helmet. Yeah, the cape. Yeah. yeah, it was. I really targeted my inner child with uh-huh. that. I can say that, yeah. and it brought a new light. I love the pet rock. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh my gosh, that rock I got from uh, Romania actually when oh, I traveled cool. there. My uh-huh. uncle's an artist. And so he painted it for me. And I was like, it makes sense to have a guinea pig because Leaf's, all of his words, well, all of her words are rodents. rodents. <laughs> so it made sense to have a guinea pig. And I needed something to distract myself so yeah. I would fall. That was my favorite part. <laughs> the fall. Yeah. So. Well, well done. Thank you. Appreciate yeah. that. And it must have been, like, kept fresh every night because there were different cast members if you could call yeah. them that involved by bringing in the audience right yeah you just never knew what was going to happen my yeah. brother because we didn't have a staff member on opening night we had my brother opening uh-huh. night yeah. and he spelled a word correctly <laughs> the word that was meant to knock him out oh good yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Kimmy Margle <laughs> he did well which was the, the definition of Kimmy Margle is an Irish drinking game <laughs> so he sat down, and then he's like, the other spellers were like, wow, you must really know your Irish drinking games well to be able to spell that. Mine was Caterjun, and Caterjun. that's like a nonsense. Yep. Just, I looked it up afterwards. Did you? Yeah. Yeah. It's a real word. Yeah, but there's... There's, there's no definition. There's no no definition. No. And there are different spellings for yep. that, too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it's a... What do they say? It's a New England whaling term. Yeah. The Leviathan approaches. Caterjunes. Yeah, it's yeah, like, what does it even right. mean? Yeah. 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 I remember my boyfriend went up to, and he was ta- talking to me after, and he was like, is that really a word? What, what word did he get knocked out on? Oh, I can't think of it for the life of me right now, but it was... Yeah, no, I can't think of it right now, but I know he made me Google it and show him how to actually spell it, because he was like, I can't believe it. I, th- I think my favorite word of all is Harrispex. 
Yeah, it was that word. Paraspex, which is the um, inspection of entrails <laughs> of a deceased body for the purposes of foretelling the future. Yeah. Paraspex. And that's a real That's a real word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the definition that went with it. And Danilo did such a good job with those definitions, but he did, he did. like a 1920s radio reporter. The 1832 banning of entrail inspection was a death blow to the Haraspex industry. <laughs> it was very, very funny. I love Patch. Funny. That was a good yeah, character. Yeah, he did very well. He played that excellent. Everybody, it was well cast. Thank you. It was very well cast. That's that's what I say. I always like to tell actors. As I say, I'm not a very good director. I'm except at casting. I'm very good at casting. Yeah, and casting is hard to do. Casting too. is hard yeah. to do. Yeah. It's a hard process. Yeah, yeah everybody was so good. Yeah. Trevor was Trevor's amazing. Yeah, Montana can sing. Yeah, know, yeah, right? that was like, very well. shocking. Yeah. I was very pleased with that. That was great. Yeah, yeah. and I'm happy that she actually because she's newer to the theater like Is she? company. She wasn't mm. in theater when I was like grade eight, nine, ten. Right. She came in grade eleven, so that was cool to see more people from my grade interested. Because right. there wasn't very much. I thought I was gonna be. It was gonna be me and Julia and Hannah by mm. the end left but um there's more now right so that's really great that cool. she got to do that before she graduates oh of course yeah, yeah. and i love yeah. seeing the new like grade eights getting interested too in grade nines mm-hmm. as well so that's really oh we had such a great drama 910 class this year yeah i'm so excited for that. how it's going oh, right i saw them yeah you saw <laughs> them play. yeah yeah well, lots of talent at the school yeah <laughs> absolutely we are the talent school <laughs> <laughs> we definitely are the little school that could yeah Oh, for sure. All right, Alandra. Well, it's it's been great. Yeah. And Thanks like, for having me. <laughs> you're extremely talented, and I wish you a very interesting future as a lawyer slash singer performer. Doing the lawyer musical yeah. every year. Yeah. yeah. Or do it in the courtroom. Yeah, I can do that. I would love to make judge. that a thing. I think it'd be really cool to stage a production of Chicago in a courtroom. Ooh. That could work. Yeah. That would work. That would that work very work. well. Yeah. Cool. All right. All right. Thank you, Landra. Thank you for having me. Take care. Awesome. Bye.